What's up, y'all? Welcome to Conversation Piece with Patrick Armstrong. I am the titular Patrick, and this is a show where we talk about the missing pieces of the conversations we're already having. Shout out to our returning listeners, and a high five and hello to everybody joining us for the very first time. I appreciate y'all being here in month two of 2024. My guest today is one of Indiana's own, a lover of Indiana history, and the founder of the Through Two Eyes Walk and Talk Tours right here in Indianapolis. Since founding it in 2020, he has led over 500 walk and talks in the city. In addition to numerous workshops and speaking engagements, his work has landed him on the cover of the Indie Star and Pattern Magazine, and you can regularly catch him on our local channels, Wish TV and WTHR. On top of all that, he is actively involved throughout the community, from organizations to leading the earliest possible classes at the Day One Fitness Center to hooping at the NIFS on IUPUI's campus. This man does it all and a whole lot more. It is my honor and privilege to welcome Samson Levingston to the show. Samson, thank you for so joining me. So I'm definitely excited to be here. I've been seeing, you know, what you've been doing, so I'm, I'm excited to just kind of add to the conversation for sure. A hundred percent. I appreciate you been supporting me for a little bit now. And ever since I came back to India, I've been hearing about this dude, Samson, and these walk and talk tours. Like, you got to walk around India and learn. And I'm going to be honest. I'm going to start off being yeah. real vulnerable. This Saturday is gonna be my first walk and talk. Let's go! You've man. been calling people out on your Instagram, and I've been I like, "I do, I Ooh. do, man." Just every now and then, I feel like you know, <laughs> people watching me do what I'm doing. Like, okay, you get all this free entertainment value from me. Come walk, see what I actually be saying. Like, see what I feel like is the purest form of me. So. I always tell people I'll do the walks forever, so you always got time to see me. But at the same time, come <laughs> see me. You know that's that's what I'm that's what I'm here for. One hundred percent. We can't just be lurking the whole time, especially right. if we're here in the city. Yeah, like, exactly. That's, that, that's it. I'll be cutting the <laughs> man. I cut the lurkers out. I really, I'll be removed follower. Yeah. Yeah. Just like I don't know. What you, you got on. the time to remove followers? Yeah. If I if I look and I'm like, yeah. If I'm like, man, this I know this person forever. They never go to my thing. What are you what what are you watching for? <laughs> like, what are you doing? You know, yeah, eventually, I'm, eventually I won't have time to do that, but sometimes I will. Sure. I mean, you coming up, I'm surprised you have enough time now. Yeah. Um, I was supposed to go on one during butter this yeah. past year. And then my wife got sick and we ended up not being able to go. No but worries, I'm like, man. I gotta go, especially when I started to see you talking about yeah. these lurkers. Yeah, and I'm no, like, yeah. I'm not gonna be a lurker no more. Good, see how I'm it going. works. It's effective, effective marketing strategy, man. It puts pressure on them. <laughs> You're a great marketer. I love it. Um, so I know I gave you a little bit of an introduction here, but yeah. for folks listening who may not know who you are, do you mind mm. just sharing a little bit more about yourself? Yeah, so uh, my name's Samson Levin. And I consider myself a lover of Indiana history. And for me, that encompasses a lot of things. And um, I, I best display that through my walking history tours. But I can do that a variety of ways, whether it's like content on social media or presenting in front of companies or speaking um, to students and schools. So um, really, I've just tried to build my name through Indianapolis and our history and our uh, and, and the things that we take pride in and the Hell things yeah. that we've also overlooked as well. You grew up here in Indianapolis. Yeah. You went to Cathedral. cathedral. Yeah. 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 Lawrence Township kid, but went to Cathedral High School, played football there. For sure. And then you ended up playing football at ISU as yeah, well. Yeah, Indiana State. Hope. Go Sycamores. Yeah. This is my cat, Vlad. He likes to hop in the videos when we're doing them. Um, so I recently read that when you graduated from Indiana State, that yeah. you felt like this void yeah, in you sure. when you left. And you were able to fill that when you started to write and talk about history, specifically Indianapolis history. Yeah. Was there a specific piece or moment of history that first piqued that interest? No, yeah, it was actually. It was a story I did about Pogue's run, and it was, um, I, I wrote it in like December of 2017, and it talked about um, the rivers that run beneath us, because Pogues Run is a river, it's on the east side of Indianapolis, it goes underground, spills back out by Lucas Soil. And I just thought that was so cool that, like, there can be this, like, living, breathing, flowing entity within ourselves. I always love to use Indiana history as a reflection to learn about myself. I try to learn from everything. I Like, I watch a movie, what does that tell about me? I hear right. a speaker talk, okay, he's talking to me. Like, and so as I'm learning about Indiana history, I'm like, okay, this is this story is talking to me. And I'm like, damn, I wonder what, like, rivers flow, you know, within me that I don't know about or what things that, like, I may have, um, you know, just forgotten that exists within my own self. And so that connection, that piece made me realize, like, I'm writing for fun, I'm writing for free. Yeah. So let's write not write about what I want to. So I start writing only about Indiana history. Okay, I love that. I like that idea of how does this 
like how does this piece of whatever it is that I'm consuming affect me personally? For sure. For sure. I feel like I have been operating similarly in the last three years, particularly I mentioned butter. Yeah. This past butter art fair, I felt like I just happened to go to a couple of the talks that were happening. And I was yeah. like, damn, are these people talking to me? And I'm like, this has nothing to do with me. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And it was just like, I'll, okay, yeah. this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Like it just affirmed everything that I felt like I was already wanting to do. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I'm here for a reason. And y'all just affirmed that reason. Um, when did you realize that, you know, you're doing the through two eyes blog, you are learning and, and consuming and immersing yourself in this history when did you realize it could be something more than just a blog or something more that you just did for free um i've always i I felt like i always had a lot of unique perspective and value to offer not just my community here locally but i mean you know as far as i could possibly reach but um it really when i started doing the tours you know, and I got paid to do stuff before. I got, like, paid to go, like, visit Fort Wayne and talk about, you know, what that city's like for yeah. a weekend. That was really fun. And go to Richmond and go to um, what other cities I went to. Go to Franklin, Indiana, and, um, you know, get a tour, get a feel for the city, South Bend, Mishawaka. And that was kind of like this. Remember, I could be, like, a travel history influencer thing. But that was kind of hard to, to get off the ground. And then the tours really made me realize, like, man, this is this will work for now. This, will, this I can do this, and it can allow me the time to do what I want to do. What did you learn going to these other cities and taking tours of their places? Or I guess you were getting paid to go there and lead tours. Yeah, not right? lead tours, but just, like, walk around, get my perspective on the history, my okay. perspective on the culture, you know, do a story that reflected on me. I remember in Fort Wayne, I went up to the genealogy center, you know, learned that I have ancestors that are slaves. I have ancestors that were free black men in the 1700s and, like, I was able to weave that into a story about myself. And same thing like with South Bend, I talked about um, transportation industry up there, the Studebaker company, and like doing the same thing as I'm telling you now, like looking at their history, looking for black people always, looking for black history in every city. You know, cities like, oh, we don't know how much we have. And I'm like, there, it's here. I know black people lived here, so I'll figure it out. And like talking about about that. And then, um, yeah, just kind of working from there, really. Yeah, I was listening to the Follow D Money podcast, the interview yeah. that you did with uh, over there, and I liked what you said about Indiana history. There's never been a point that you couldn't find or reference black people. There's black history is yeah. part of, is is Indiana history. Yeah, for sure. And so, like, I think I think always looking for that and being selfish and finding those stories and realizing how empowering that is for myself and what I'm looking for. And I want people to feel that resonate with that and understand that their stories are here. You know, if you look and don't let people tell you that they're not, um, or don't be discouraged if you don't feel the representation or see it right away. Cause I promise you it's there. Yeah. That's like, that's how I feel about the Asian American community here. Like, you know, I grew up in a small town, didn't grow up in India or around diversity at all, diversity at all. And felt like, that just wasn't representative of me. Right. Like I didn't, there wasn't representation. And also I was adopted. So rejected that part of me. And now that I'm here in Indy, it's like, I'm uncovering this right. history that feels hidden. Exactly. And that's kind of what I, what I felt about any learning by Indiana Avenue, where I spend most of my time on the walk and talks downtown Indianapolis, seeing that history, seeing those stories, they, they were intentionally erased. Like, like it was not an accident that that yeah. neighborhood is no longer exists. You know, like there's a lot of contributing factors to why downtowns and urban areas had a decline, you know, during the 50s, 60s, and 70s. But that neighborhood in particular being non-existent anymore, that was intentional. And yeah. so to rediscover that history has to be an intentional act because for something that was done on purpose in order to kind of undo it, you have to do that on purpose, right? right? And so like, I purposely look for myself in Indiana history because I felt like our contributions were purposely disregarded. I love the intentionality, and I love that you can make it start with you and then build out. For like, sure. I think that we can try and take a like too wide a scope sometimes we're trying to learn, yeah. and we don't know where, our, where, where we fit into that fabric. And sometimes I feel like so selfish in a way because I know people are on this tour and it's such this therapeutic, euphoric experience for me, giving the tour, getting things off my chest, interacting with people, seeing what they think about what I think. I'm thinking about what they think. We're having these authentic conversations that I know that they haven't had before. And I get to have them. I may have, I may have another group in 30 minutes. I'm going to meet 25 new people from a different place. And we're going to talk about the things I love to talk about. And it's cool in a way. Cause it's like, man, this is what I love <laughs> to do. Like, 
and and it's it's very self-centered and it's selfish in a way but like yeah i'm answering my own questions every yeah. question that i answer that i am seeking to find no teacher told me no boss told me no no i i'm answering my own questions and it's very fulfilling yeah i mean it's you know you you know yourself and you can't really fully immerse yourself in the community the way you want until you know who you are you know you got to bring yourself to the community that's what makes the community beautiful right is it's like oh i'm showing up as samson i'm showing up as patrick i'm showing up as mike from behind the camera right you know what it is um do you remember how you felt before and after your very first walking tour? That was great, man. I know I had to do that again. <laughs> I love that. It was I was nervous, but like I was confident. I had a lot of my friends there, um, people I've never seen before. Um, that was a beautiful thing because like that month I just felt like a lot was happening in yeah. June. Like we didn't know what things are going to be. It's my first time doing something like this. I want people to come listen to me do a history tour. People knew I like history. People knew I knew things, but like to really put myself out there, like yeah. come listen to me do this tour. And I had people captivated the whole time and they're listening and they're taking pictures and videos and like, I'm getting chills thinking about it now. <laughs> like, it was a really great experience. And I, and I, and I feel that way often doing it. But um, yeah, after that first walk, it was, like, I got to do that again. You know, and so like they were literally I didn't know how long I were doing. I numbered the walks like Super Bowls, like okay. like walk and talk two, walk and talk three and Roman numerals until I got to like fifty and I was like, Well shit, this is all I do now. <laughs> so like then I got to like I got to close to five hundred or once I passed five hundred, I don't know what a number I'm at now. I'm gonna try to keep track really well detailed this year. So I made yeah. a cool graphic. I did that in twenty twenty two. But I've done so many now. I don't even know how many I've done. You got to know when you get to that thousand. That's I like know, a big I'll old milestone right guess, there. Man, I'll probably just guess. I, just every <laughs> every couple of months, I just tell people like, "Yeah, I've done twenty more." And I'm like, I'll update my little bio. Like, I send people. I'll be reading it like, "What don't I like to hear anymore?" Because you know how it is. Yeah. You type your own bio. Oh, for sure. Some people go up there and they read like they introduce you speaking, and the people are looking like, "Wow." wow oh my god i'm like i typed this <laughs> like, i was like what do i take out of here and i'm like oh yeah i've done probably 40 more walks since then okay i send it so we're getting close well, Mr. Vincent DeBio, <laughs> to 2000. well i have on my note here i had to cross out 400 because i got that from the through two eyes website yeah. and then i heard you on the podcast say 500 see, I'm like, okay, see I how quick it goes i can't him now i don't even know what it says now price is over he's at over 700 because like for all-star weekend for example i'm gonna go 15 i'm gonna go i'm gonna do 20 yeah. that weekend like i'm gonna go and we're gonna go fast and like it's gonna be great and so i know like just in that weekend i'm gonna do and some are longer some are shorter but like i'm gonna i'm gonna do a lot yeah in february like we're gonna roll i'm excited so you brought up all-star yeah. what you said you got 15 tours what all do you have going on for that specifically yeah so probably like well, when people see this um we're gonna have the website launch that has like the hoosier story a trivia game it's gonna be the where you can sign up for walk and talks everywhere you can add and comment stories that you felt like we've neglected because that's a big thing like you know when you got a platform an opportunity to speak people want to hear their name they want to yeah. see their guy they want to feel represented 100%. we just talked about that like that matters so when people are like hey my my hometown's not in here. Let me know, and <laughs> yeah. so I can talk about it. So you and people from that town can feel like you're part of the story because you are. And so all this will be live on my website, and like we'll do the walk and talks. So they'll start at Circle Center Mall. Um, that'll be great, man. Explosion of basketball history, arts, culture in uh, Indianapolis. What's better than that? It's dope. I'm gonna have a two week old child at that time, so I'm gonna try and make it if I can. Yeah. I don't know if we're gonna make it, but. I've seen all of these announcements coming out, and I know you got a whole lot going on. I'm like, I got to get out there somehow. No, I'm, yeah, figure I'm it taking out. Baby. We'll try, I'm taking no, this we'll try, bump, we'll try figure this baby. We'll try to figure it out. No, we'll try to figure it out. Don't worry. We'll get the we'll get the baby on the tour. <laughs> we'll get that baby on the tour. Because <laughs> the youngest, for, well, I want that no, record for youngest you might, child you on might, the tour. Babies come, you know. It's another way I talk shit to people. Like, how has this baby? <laughs> been on three walking songs <laughs> and i've never seen your face on the tour like you know my friends that got their kids like my dana and willie they own yeah. day one they bring the twins i, I nicknamed the twins walk and talk that's how much <laughs> they've been and i got homies that ain't never been on the tour 
what? Yep. You know, Damn, I'm attacked right now. I gotta get on. But, but you, <laughs> but we just, we just got to know that's each true, other. That's I'm true, talking that's about true, people know me for a long time. For sure, for sure. You talked about like now that you're doing this and it's like very public, and you yeah. have people always asking, "Where am I? Where am I? Where am I?" How do you incorporate that into what you already have set up? Um, that's one of my favorite things to do is because we have to make people feel like that we're talking about them, we're talking to them, and we're talking in ways that they feel comfortable. So, mm -hmm. like, even, like, we just talked about, I went to New York City, I love that place, um, and made some content about Indiana Limestone, and people like that. They resonate with that. Yeah. They're excited. A lot of people are like, yeah. You know, like, I'll, I'll if you haven't swam in a quarry, you're not from Indiana. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, people take pride in that. Okay, so hear me out. If you like limestone, let me tell you about the black people who lived in there, who worked on it. Or let mm. me tell you about the ways that that area was once, you know, completely inhabited by Native Americans and indigenous people here in Indiana. So, like, if you can appreciate that I'm talking about the Speedway. Like we love the Speedway. Yeah. Or maybe you're, you're black and you like the fact I'm talking about Charles Wiggins. The first, uh, the, the one of the first, you know, black racing champions, right? You think that's cool? And then you hear me talk about Indianapolis Motor Speedway, something that you've always thought was lame or too white or too, right. you know, speedway. But now, okay, this is cool. And so I want to draw those intersections so we realize it's all one story. You know, yeah. your grandpa's farm that he worked at for that he that he built for 60 years is just as equal part of the story as you know this guy's uncle's auto shop that he owned for 30 to me it's the same it's the same story yeah. and i want people to resonate with that and realize that have you ever had somebody come up after you've incorporated like their history and say just like what was there? Did you ever have like a reaction that you remember? That's like, thank you for finally talking about this. Yeah, people. Yes. Um, one that I really, I really appreciated. I spoke at an event for like some climate Alliance Institute. It was really cool. And I, and I just opened up by talking about native American history a little bit. And like, just reminding people what the name Indiana yeah. means. And there was an indigenous woman from, I believe Oklahoma in the crowd or in the you know, like crowd. It wasn't like I was speaking to the stadium. <laughs> you know, I like had a table. And she came up, she, she stood up, and I seen her stand up, and um, I didn't know what she was going to say. I could tell right away, you know, that she represented, you know, she came from somewhere and represented indigenous culture. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm like, okay, what's she going to say? And she appreciated that. And she talked to me after, and look, I asked ways how I can present that history better, you know, as oh, I nice. do that and grow. And so that's always cool. You know, when someone tells me they're from like Elkhart, I'm like RV capital of the world. Or they tell me they're like from Richmond. I'm like, oh, yeah, the, the Elkhart, or not Elkhart. Uh, what's the college out there? Dana's that's crazy. People from Richmond get mad at me. <laughs> Earl of College is out there. Um, and I, I talk about their town. They like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. from Kokomo. I'm like, yeah, Elwood Haynes. Yeah, they're like, how do you know that? How do you know <laughs> Kokomo history, just like, just so I can tell you about black people. Yeah. Now, really, by the end of the day, I want people to hear me out about black people and how we've been treated in Indianapolis, our contributions, the way that, like, cities have been shaped, um, ignoring populations of color or populations that have been poor um, and marginalized. I want people to hear me out. So everything that I'm saying about, like, you know, happy-go-lucky, that's just to get people drawn in to right. the history where it's not like you're a bad person because you don't know this shit and your grandpa probably owned slaves. That's not right. what we're here to do. You know, I yeah. just want to let people know what I'm saying is true and pay that information as you, as you go about your life with yeah. new true information. Yeah. I mean, you have this magnetic energy that I think is hard for people to deny. And then you back that up with these like literal truths and it's yeah. hard and you really can't deny it. It's like, exactly. oh, I'm learning <laughs> something here. And if I go fact check this dude, it's going to check out. Right. Like, it's going to pan out. And even if I like paraphrase it in like, you know, as I'm speaking to different people, like, you know, I'm a group of kids and like. I, you know, I forget something I was, was talking about <laughs> trying to encourage uh, this hotel downtown to share more black history. This hotel, the Hampton and Hill, Hampton, Hampton Homewood Suites at Hilton by IUPUI on the canal. They're just not the most culturally sure. aware staff Yeah, here locally, nationally, everybody in the company. And so, like, I really 
try to encourage them to share this history. And I was telling these kids, I was like, it's a tush push. Like I'm tush pushing <laughs> them. Like, like just like the Eagles, like when it works, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, you're, you're close. You're in an historic yeah. church. You're in a big black building. If we could just push you to just post about it. And that the tush push is highly successful. <laughs> yeah, High yeah, success yeah. Like, rate. Yeah, it's for your own benefit. Like, yeah. I know you may not know what's going on. Big mess in front of you. But let me just push you to the right thing, to the right side of history. Let me push you over. And so it. the kids, the kids, they thought that was funny. <laughs> but yeah, they understand, like, you know, like, and I, yeah, you know, it just is what it is. You know, we got to get people to relate to this and resonate with it. And, you know, I think... Um, I think it's cool for kids to see the passion that I have in history too. Yeah. I think it's so important that like a large part of your audience is kids, like kids in school, because we talk about this history that's hidden from us yeah. and you are someone actively uncovering that history. And you're not just telling it to people who are like middle-aged, like even millennials in their thirties. Right. Like you're talking to kids who are coming up now because at the end of the day, they're the ones that's carrying this history right. forward. Yeah, you know, I'm trying to get I'm trying to get them to see how excited you can be about something. Yeah. And and want to share that. And also like there's a lot of ways to connect with kids all throughout that presentation. Everything that a kid could know is valuable because I think everything that I know, all my life experiences contribute to what I do. Right. They all other than I joke with kids about all the time, like how about the transition from college sports to like the real world? Like I have all these skills that are no longer that and useful. I can catch a ball and jump over somebody, but why would I need to do that? You know, right. like, I could go like, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I, can yeah, read, yeah. I can read the coverage and be like, okay, cover two, so I should run this right up the seam, uh, you know, get to the middle of the field and let the quarterback throw, throw, you know, throw, me, throw me open or whatever. But what, uh, what use is that? But as, you know, I'm meeting and maybe there's somebody who plays football on the tour yeah. and we're talking about like, you know, like, hey, I saw your game the other day. Was that cover two or cover three? I can add that. Like yeah, it yeah, becomes yeah. valuable again in a way, you know, but I think with things that I know, whether it's about sports or nature or birds or architecture or anything I can bind that so kids see the value in knowing everything so yeah. like, it can be a trivia question you know first it's what's the state flower you know a girl who loves plants she knows it's the peony she gets that right you know kids thinking like how the I'll never get one I'll never get a prize <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 the next thing you know the question is like um oh yeah speaking of the Colts who did we draft in the first overall last year in our first round pick mm. kids like oh yeah I know yeah. this yeah, yeah, yeah what yeah. I know matters it has it contributes to this conversation what I know and so like I think that's cool to let kids know whatever you know matters I'll kind of look and like see what a kid has on you know or like try to gauge like around the classroom what's a question that kids may be able to answer based off what they've already been taught. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. what you already know matters. I love that. I love that you have taken something, the skills that you developed as an athlete, particularly in college, and used them in really creative ways to help further the stuff that you're doing yeah. now. Was there anything that you took from that experience as a college athlete that you implement yeah, into all question, of this work? Man. You're good at asking questions. This dude's a good question asker. One <laughs> thing I hate about podcasts, I don't do a lot of podcasts. I do it every now and then. But people just ask shitty questions or they just want to just talk, which is sure. cool. But, like, these are good questions. I appreciate that. One of the things that um, I feel like from sports is that you have all these people, especially the football team, from all over. And they're all different sizes and backgrounds. You know, some people, you know, from the team, you know, we had people from, like, Nigeria. Our punter was from Nigeria. I was born in Ume. And we all have a common goal. And we all got to figure out how to work, how this all works. Right. Like, and how we're all gonna get how we all get along and like problems arise and like you can go at people and argue with them and it's okay that's one thing that like people know about me out there while like for playing basketball if you're not on my team and i'm like talking shit to you <laughs> or i'm mad at you that really won't matter in five minutes right or like if we're like say we're say i'm all-star weekend and you're I'm like hey let's do a podcast from from where i'm starting yeah and you're like 10 minutes late and it throws me off i'm like yo what are we doing like am i mad you're like hey this like this stuff matters and like you'd be like samson hates me like no he just there's a goal we got to exactly. get done you know and like we got to hold each other accountable and so like and it could be the same way with me and so i think from that the accountability aspect the relying on 
you need other people to believe in what you're doing. And you also need to create trust and reliability within other people for them to trust you. Yeah. So like, you know, when, yeah, there's, there's a lot of, a lot of things that from sports, you just, you just realize like leadership, you got to step up through, through adversity or you can tell when people are looking to be led. Like that's one thing that like I've identified through like sports and just, you know, I don't want to be too overbearing with like, oh, these people, people like leaders. I like leaders. Right. I don't have a boss. Whenever I get someone who's like kind of tell me what to do, I'm like, man, I can follow instructions. All right, this is right. fun. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. All right. Like, so people like when they're being led and told what to do. And and there's like a galvanizing person behind those efforts. Yeah. And, and I've learned that through sports. I've learned you got to you got to BYOE. You got to bring your own energy. Yeah. Like you got to I come in. We got a 5 a.m. practice. We used to start practice 445 in the morning. I would just scream out football <laughs> as loud as I could. And like people would just start to echo it. Yeah. You know, and people do this. You know, I'm the first person to do it. People do this all over the place. But like. It just gets us going. Like, let's get going. You yeah. know, just look at somebody sleepy, like, eh, I don't want to be here. He's like, football, just scream at him. You know, other people walk up to him, like, football, and I start pushing him. Like, man, leave me alone. Now we're up. We're going. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. we got to go. We got to bring our own energy to the situation. Um, and we can make it happen if we want to. There's like, you know, there's formulas to success. I love that. Uh, the accountability, the accountability piece is so important, but I love the idea of like this, bring your own energy aspect. I would say that you have the BLE, the big leadership energy, a hundred percent. And I've heard you talk about the importance of being able to come in with a smile and that energy and yeah. like, not like if something goes wrong and like, you're having a bad day, like leading into a talk, a walk and talk, you can, you're like, okay, I got to turn it back up. Like I got to be here for these people. And I feel like that's a big leadership quality that people don't understand. No, it is. And it's not like it's performative, but we got a show to put on. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like people are here in Indianapolis. They want to hear me speak. They want to see me talk. They might not even know it's me. They just know somebody from visit Indy told them, yeah, you got, you got two hours to kill. You should go on this tour. It's really good. They don't know what they're doing. Yeah. And so like, I've got to put on a show and like, whether that's like with just being overly happy, but I need to know where these people are from. I need to tell them about where I'm from. I got limited time to give them my, what I do and what I get to, to, to let them see how great my work right. is and my city is. And so like, I cherish that and I never like go through the motions with that. No, for sure. And I mean, when people are paying for that service, it's yeah. like you want to do a good job. Like you said, if you come in, if you're working with somebody, they come in 10 minutes late. It's like, I'm going to be, I'm going to, I'm not mad at you, but yeah. I'm going to hold you accountable. Yeah. Like, because we're, we got something to do. We got a show to do. Yeah. My, my friend Marcus, <laughs> man, I hire my friends to work for me. Not even for me. I just, if I get a bunch of money to do something, I give it to them. Like, Hey, this is what I can use you to do. And my friend Marcus, one time he didn't go on the tour with me, but it was hot. But he thought, like, they were, we're going right, fast. Right, so right, he right. thought, like, I'm going to take one. That's cool, but, like, that's you're not what you're there for. And the other time, <laughs> like, the other time he was supposed to be in front of me when I crossed the street so he could stop the traffic. And then, like, it was a big ass, though. I yeah, need yeah, you to yeah. be in front when I walk through this first intersection. Then you're going to have to get ahead of me. Yeah. You're going to have to move, hustle to get to the next <laughs> one. You know, like, it may not be the coolest thing to do, but that's what I'm asking you to do. Right. And like, he wasn't there and I was like, so mad. he was like, he said he told my friend Chris, he's like, yo, I think he's in game mode. And he's like, yeah, man, I am yeah. in game. And it's great. We were best friends. I was like, yeah, I am in game mode. Like, this is what I want you to do. He's like, my fault, bro. I got you. And I was like, and it was great. Yeah. But it's great because I can talk to Marcus like exactly. that, you know, and like, yeah. But he's like, I think he's in game mode. He's like, yeah, yeah, I am in game mode, bro. I got 50 people on the tour. We got cars coming. This is the game now. Like, I'm like, we yo, go. where's the, where am I going? <laughs> I'm leaving people. They can't get hit on this. That's a liability <laughs> yeah, that's issue. Going on. <laughs> um, well, along with like this energy and the walk and talks and everything you do in the community, like you've been recently featured uh, as part of the Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. display on the Monument Circle. Um, people can also hear your voice outside of Gamebridge now. Yeah, Literally yeah, yeah. every time they go out there, they can see that at the Bicentennial Plaza. What does it mean to you to be a voice of the city? Do you consider yourself that? Yeah, um, I do. And, and and like a lot of people speak, you know, and represent the city in multiple ways. You know, when, for me, I still think of the voice box of Indiana as my guy B. Swift, you <laughs> yeah, know, yeah, 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 like, for, that, sure. Like, like for sure. But I love adding to that, you know, like right. I've like I've watched him in Indianapolis for a while. And so, like, I've heard his voice on things. And so, like, 
to now like be able to hear myself voicing things and being like the voice of my city in a way is so cool to me. I love this place so much. And I want people to understand that you can love anywhere. You're like, why do you love Indianapolis? Because I'm fucking here. Like, right. That's the reason I, it's not like <laughs> I just, I looked, I just looked at the map and just, I love this place. Notice where I am. Yeah. And so to be here, be 28 years old, establish myself as a voice and a, uh, of the community and of all people, um, is very cool and humbling. And I don't take that for granted. Like when I get asked to voice things, they just start, and I lo- I'd love to get money, but they just told me, they were like, Hey, you can, you can invoice us. And I'm like, okay, but <laughs> just d- doing, I'm yeah. just so honored and humbled sure. to do that. I don't, that, th- that's that, not the first thing on yeah, your mind. I'm not, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. not thinking about that at all. Like yeah. they just told me that last weekend. Like, uh, they're like, feel free to ask or we'll let you know like what we can do. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm just, just keep asking me. Really? <laughs> yeah. I, that's what for I sure. want. Yeah, that's yeah. what I want. Well, it's really a sustainable relationship. Like yeah. you want something to keep going. For sure. Like, it to, for it to be ongoing. And I'm glad you brought up like your deep love of the city, of the state. Uh, a few months ago, it might not have been a few months ago, but you posted in your stories about the pride you feel from being from here. Yeah. And you just talked about New York, and we were talking before we hopped on about people get, hopping in the comments, even when they're from here, and <laughs> talking like wild things about it. Yeah. Um, but you said... If you don't tell people where you're from, how will we know good people are from there? When you're talking about, like, feeling pride in in wherever it is that you might be from. Yeah. Where does your deep love of this city, of this state, come from? Where does that originate? Oh, man, I think I I like looking for the answers to, like, why or how. Sure. And, you know, for me, those answers are through history and it's through, like, it's through place. It's interesting. I had to do this event with um, Lululemon and they, like, I guess a partner of mine, they, I'm an, I'm an ambassador. So yeah. I get a lot of stuff and do stuff with them and for them. And we had to write down, and normally I don't like these cheesy type things, but they like, write down your values. So I really sat there and I thought about it. You know, everybody's writing away thinking I'm looking around at first, like, <laughs> so I, guess I'll, I guess I'll do it, <laughs> you know? And I wrote, you know, place, self, education, and movement. And I really thought about those. And uh, those have been my values for a long time. Like place where I am, self who I am so now we're talking about Indiana black history you can see that right away yeah education well there we go and movement this is an active experience I don't want to just go lecture you I will but even then I'll run around I'll get you up like this is active we're moving forward we're yeah. moving this literally is not, moving yeah forward, this yeah. is like not a stagnant thing and I think for me using history as a way to learn about myself um, has been a really cool tool because like I trust that discovery process and the hypotheses that I may have about like I bet black people lived here I mean and like looking yeah. in the newspaper typing the address and then seeing like yes like I was right or like well I was wrong like yeah, yeah. I had no idea that it was this many people here or this happened at this time or whatever so for me it's been like uh the older I've gotten, the more I've like been able to independently choose what I value, the more I've realized like I value the stories within history, the ones that have been told and the ones that haven't. For such a long time, we don't really get to choose our true values. We're, sure. t- we're told. Even even like in, in our in our professional careers, whatever, it ends up being that you people do full time or how that works. Like part of your decisions are obviously influenced by what is paying you. Right. Like, yeah, we'd love we'd love to go do whatever you know but like part of our decision making and our values is based off i need to keep this job exactly you know what i'm yeah. saying like I got bills to pay i got <laughs> yeah. a roof you know yeah that influences your values and what you need to do how you spend your time so i've been lucky enough that like with the walk and talks for the most part i've been able to like have this like 24 7 value aspect yeah. of of what i do and i like to break that up with working like at the gym or doing like something else like but normally like who i am is what i do and i think that's cool you're literally living them every single day where i mean is that rooted in something else was that always even as a kid like that was where i was moving i know you talk about like choosing those but does that have a deeper root somewhere i think my mom she really encouraged like education and value okay and and that no one can take your education from you and like and like my family on my dad's side they were really 
very an educated bunch. Like people went to college. My grandparents went to college. Like, and on my mom's side, not as much. But I think she saw the value of education. My mom was one of ten, small town in Indiana, Mount Vernon, yeah. and she's the only one to go to a four year school out of high school and graduate. Okay, you know, right through there, and so I think she instantly saw the value in like. This education is something that you always have, no matter yeah. what, you know, like, because all 10 of her siblings are the smartest people I know, you know, but she's just saying, like, what I experienced there, what I learned there, I, I always have that. Whether I'm employed, unemployed, you will always have what you know. And I think that's something that was instilled from her even when she was in Mount Vernon before she ever got to Bloomington. You will always have what you know. I love that. That's dope. That's dope. That's powerful. Um, you do... So many fucking things like you were just doing all of this stuff. And I heard you talk about being like, you're a fun in the sun guy. So you don't like, do you won't, you won't find Samson no. trawling the streets at no, three, man. 3 a.m. No. in the morning, no, leaving the bars. I don't think about going to dormant after. I'm like, man, I've been really <laughs> I'd get a drink. Um, but it feels like, it honestly does feel like when I'm like watching your stories or just following along, like you don't, there's like no way this dude sleeps. Like he's up, even if he's not out <laughs> at night, he's working on something to get ready for the next day. Yeah. How do you take care of yourself? And so you can keep showing up Repeat, and with this energy, man, routine, you know, I think with, um, getting up early, I like to get up and have to, I like to get up and go somewhere. Yeah. yeah That's yeah. what I like to do. So like, I don't like to just get up and just be in the house i like to get up and move yeah so like pretty much um monday tuesday wednesday friday i'm doing something in the morning I'm sp- i was supposed to be doing stuff tomorrow morning but i got the morning off which would be kind of nice <laughs> but um at 6 a.m i'm i'm somewhere like i am yeah. somewhere at 6 a.m monday, monday through <laughs> friday and i think that helps me keep that like athlete type mentality and schedule waking up taking care of myself i think one thing i I say to people in the gym like we know better man we most of the time the doctor won't tell you things you don't know Mm. like i'll tell you like yeah drink water eat fruit exercise oh yeah yeah it's the simple decisions (laughs) about life that we know that that we have to try to get get right as many times as possible yeah that determine how well we take care of ourselves and the others around it's like you know should you go to bed get an extra hour early sleep get extra hour of sleep before you got to give this big presentation or should you go out and grab a drink or should you stay up and you know watch me like maybe like if you know if you truly know the right answer just choose the right answer i think yeah. sometimes um we get so caught up in these big difficult decisions should i take this job should i move to this city should i you know marry this person but like the easy get the easy ones right, right. should you take out the trash on trash <laughs> day yes right. you know what i'm saying like should you make your bed yes right you know like things like that like get the little ones right as much as you can and that's how i feel about waking up you know taking care of myself um trying to get to bed around you know 10 30 11 like i feel like those are little decisions i know the answer to that i yeah. try to get right yeah i mean if you do those little things like you're not and you're not stressing about the little things the big decisions like you can actually put the energy and investment that you need right make- or you know they're like okay well if i do do this i will then do what i know i have to do right right for the execute if it doesn't go the way i wanted to i know i didn't my practices i didn't act outside of myself and my reasoning for or how I approach something. Yeah. It makes me think of, I've been watching a lot of YouTube lately. Uh, Andrew Huberman is like a neuroscientist. But no, he but talks I love about, YouTube though. Yeah. He talks about this routine. And one of the things he talks about waking up early, like around five yeah. and, you know, go to the bathroom, get a drink of water. But then if you can go outside, get sun energy immediately. And sometimes he says like sprint as hard as you can. Like you run away from something yeah, down the that, street. That night, that now that advice <laughs> In this type of temperature, I would not <laughs> recommend someone who trains people. It's cold here. You're going to be injured. If you <laughs> That's wake injury up, city for you sure. you wake up, walk outside, and hit the 40-yard dash, you're out for a couple <laughs> weeks. But other than that, other than that, yeah, I like going outside. Like, I go to work out November Project, Wednesday, Friday, and I don't even really do in the workout. You see me, I just shot hoops that one day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to be outside. I got to get some outside time. I need to get outside. I need to feel that. I need yeah. to breathe that. When I'm, like, if I ever get, I almost said it. I don't even like saying the word 
S-I-C-K. I like saying I'm either healthy or I'm healing. Okay. Like, I really Ooh. believe that. And like, and so okay. like, whenever I am like healing, I'll feel like, man, I need to go outside. Even if it's cool, yeah. like people say, like, right. I need to stay, I need to bundle up. Like, I need air. The air in the house is the problem. Like, if I had the outside yeah. air, that right. would True. be better. That's what I need. So like, yeah, if, whenever I'm healing, I'm like, okay, I gotta go outside. I feel you on that. I don't even drive down the road. Even if it's cold, I have to have the window. Correct. I like that. Same. I, I got to have that air <laughs> I feel you. And my wife's like, roll the window up. And I'm, I'm like, like, no, no. I, need that. This, I need the new air. This, exactly. I got one minute of this old air. I want new air. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, I love that. Infinite uh, air outside, by the way. Oh, by the Free way, that, air. that November project, that was the first time that we really actually met. Yeah, and it you was only shooting. because you, you said shoot. that you were like, come you ask me shot for yeah, shot. And I took the challenge, but I no, showed up and I'm like, well. oh, I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to work out. No, I'm like, no, you don't <laughs> have to I've do never that. been in November project before. It's uncomfortable for a lot of people <laughs> at first, you know, because, like, oh, shit. because they're like, yeah, what are you doing? I'm like, first of all, I'm not about to get a partner. Maybe it depends. Right, right. Like, I just just want to be there. I want to talk. I want to chat. I want to run around. Yeah. I want to do what's going on. I didn't go this morning, though. It was chilly. So congrats <laughs> to all y'all who went this morning. It's a cold morning. It was three degrees. <laughs> I had six a.m. I've been out there in, in that you weather. You just were the other day, like five yeah. degrees. When yeah, you're but going I was this. walking across the street. That's different. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I was different. hyping that shit up, too. Like, we got to go outside. <laughs> like, woo, made it. <laughs> no, nah, but really... um, but, but yeah, like I, you know, I gotta do a tour on Friday. It won't be that cold. Be like twenty degrees, yep. you know. And so like we'll walk around. We'll ne I'll never let people think I'm cold or I don't like sure. the weather. You gotta set the because like once, yeah, exactly. I got as 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 a person guiding, I can't yep. be like it's cold out here. What those guys think? Yeah, we yeah, should yeah. wrap it up. Like no, let's. I can pick up on body language. I yeah. know how how it's going, but a hundred percent. Um. Well, it's All Star Week. Yeah. Here in the city when this is coming out and it's a big moment for our community. It's like the biggest sporting event since the Super Bowl. Yeah. And you know, there's a lot of stuff going on. You talk, you got a lot of tours, you got a lot of things that you're doing. What is it? What do you feel like from your perspective? What does this moment mean? And what, where should we be going with it? Man, to the moon. We're about to go. It's about to be the greatest thing ever. And that's because I'm so excited for eyes to be on Indianapolis and for us to have our creative um, assets on display. I think as a city, we have so much to offer, um, not only historically, but also like right now. And we have to see that ourselves. I think that's two, two things at play here. Not only does... And we know this from the Super Bowl. Some people know this and understand this. Not only do I want people to come see Indianapolis... Um, and appreciate it for who we are and, and what we're going to give to the world that weekend. But I also am very excited for Indianapolis to see who we are and mm -hmm. what we give to the world that weekend. Um, we were talking about this earlier. I don't know if we were recording or not, but like you, you are what you see. You're influenced by what you yeah. see. Like, you know, if you see people in your community excelling, you're influenced by that. You think I can do that. If you see, an artist that looks like you and she paints something and it's up on a billboard says for all star <clears throat> um Shante Lewis right um and the kids sees that and they're like man my city if I, I can paint here and it can be seen by mm. millions of people I can do that here yeah or I, whatever like I want Indianapolis to see that um because I do I know that people come here I know that we we have a national appeal and um, as much as I appreciate the density of big cities, I, I, I do love what Indianapolis has and, and what we offer to the world, you know. A hundred percent. You kind of, you touched on it a little bit, but like all eyes on us and yeah. see what we have to offer. But what do you hope that people coming in from out of state walk away with or walk away from this city with? What do you hope that they're taking away? Um, why, why it's here and why mm. it, can't, it can't be anywhere else, especially mm. not 2024. Because everything that I do, I feel like as a storyteller, is tell people why things happened. Yeah. You know, I give them answers to questions or make them question other things as well. And so, like, with this whole thing I'm trying to weave, at least from my perspective, is, like, I'm trying to let people know how basketball influences art and culture, how art and culture influences sport, how that looks like in a city, in a in an urban area, in a rural area, um, you know, um, in a black neighborhood, in a white neighborhood. I, I want to let people see how basketball has almost been a language mm. for our city, for our state, a tool, a catalyst for integration, just as arts and culture. And it'll be excited to like let people see, you know, um, you know, 
why there's been such an attachment to basketball here and what it's done for us as a state. Like, it's cool. I, I just feel like I can explain that. If you just yeah. give me time, I tell you, like, you'd be like, damn, that all-star game should never be anywhere else. <laughs> right. And like, and at the same time, I could do that for any other thing you wanted me to that I felt that authentically passionate about. Like, that's what I feel like. I, I want people to know, like, why is the game here? And why do they do this shit so fucking well every mm. single time? And so, like, I just can't wait. Like, we got a show to put on. Like I just said, like, there's yeah. a show to put on. Like, yeah. fuck what's going on. We got a show to put on. Like, and we got to be all hands on deck as a city and put on a show. Mm. I love it. Uh I don't even really know what else to say to follow <laughs> that up. I think that's the perfect endorsement for what's going on here and no, what we're doing it, in this it city. It is. Come check me out. See, we got going. There'll be plenty of ways to interact both online and person. Um, yeah, we're going to, you know, if they give me a stage, I'm going to step on it. Hell yeah. Um, all right. I got one fun question for you, nice. and then we're going to wrap this up. Um, right. So generally at All-Star Games, they have like a celebrity game. You're a hooper. We already yeah, done man, talked about it. Crazy. If you were tabbed to play in this game, how many points you putting up? Uh man, a lot because like really y'all see me, <laughs> you see me, you see me. I miss and y'all know like okay, wh- I'm gonna see who's that. like first of all, I'm gonna just try to go crazy off rip, yeah, yeah, which yeah, I can yeah. do if it's going, it's going, and it's ISO ball, it's come down the court fast break, pow. But then if if it's not going, we're going to set a screen and y'all going to give me, I'm going to come out the mm. pick and roll and I'm going to have the senator there. You know, yep. they got that one politician yep. that yep. play. Yeah, or yeah. I'm going to have, I'm going to have the little actor there that he there yep. just for giggles and he traveling, you know, and he stepping out of bounds and got on funny clothes. Yep. Like, yeah, give me him off the screen. I'm going to go get me a bucket. Like I seen Quavo, he, he was hooping just because like, all right, like some people are taking it serious. Some people right. like, give me the screen. If my guy's going hard, Give me the screen. Let me get let me let me peel off there. Get Jennifer Lawrence on the elbow <laughs> and see what she's talking about on an in and out and lay it up. I just watched some movie she was in. As I scared of Miley on Netflix. Not good, by the way. It's not even when I said the movie, I was like, wow, I was wasting my time. I mean, you do be pulling up regularly from 30. Yeah, so we line. And clock, We're here to and, shoot and, the ball. And, We're here to shoot the ball. Bottoms it. We're here. Sure. We, you have to cover the whole court. Yeah. It's like football. We're gonna make them guard all 53, all 100. We're gonna make them guard. We're gonna make them guard. If you if you be getting in that game, they might be handing you a ten day. So man, I think as crazy <laughs> as I would have to get high. People know this. People who play me know that I can get just as most people can. I can get ungodly hot. Like yeah. talking about like all make five straight threes. Game's over. Yep. Like yep. that's what we're yep. playing. Like like what? Steal a ball? Just pull up? No look? Start running back? <laughs> it's in. I just know like if, like think about the best people in the world. They do this every. Just all right. They wake exactly. up and they're hot. Exactly. Like, wow. Yeah. I only comes if you know. <laughs> I need to practice more. But if I got hot, I'd get the ten day. Did you play basketball in high school and stuff? No, man. We had a good team. I played one year. I played freshman year. I was good too. Um, but they they tried to turn me into a rebounder, mm. rebounder, or rebounder, Draymonder type. Okay. And I'm like, but not. But I didn't get the. They wanted me. I remember Coach pulled me inside. Coach Fagan. He oh said, my God! Our high school coach was named Coach. He Megan. said, uh, <laughs> "That's wild." <laughs> he said, um, "You should." At first, it was Coach Hicks. Freshman year, it was cool, but it wasn't like for real. It was like we was good, but it felt like football players play basketball. You yeah. just like that was normal. Like, yeah, yeah, time. But Fagan, he was like, "No, this is the basketball program," you know. And, yep, yep, and they yep. start, you know, they went to state. They went to state. Um, I, you know, it was good, but. He was like, you should be leading this state in rebounds. I'm like, it's not what I want to hear, man. It's not what I want to hear. So I um, I just stuck with football. But I wish I would have played in basketball. We had a lot of good players. Yeah. I, I kind of like, like, I wouldn't have played as much. I, I maybe could have played, like, added value to the team for sure. sure. But, no, we had a great basketball team. They are really talented. Colin Hartman, he went up on IU and playing. Mo Evans, great shooter mm-hmm. at uh, Purdue-Fort Wayne. Um and so we had a lot of like Jalen Coleman lands. He won a national championship with Kansas. Okay. Like he was, all, they were all on the team. Like 
as I was when I was in school. So yeah. I was like, okay, that seems like they doing the basketball <laughs> thing. I'll do the football thing. Seems like football worked yeah, out for sure. Right. No, I did. It was great. There's a lot of opportunities and open doors. For sure. Well, where do folks get a hold of tickets for these walk and talks at All Star Weekend? And how do they just how do they stay in touch with you? Yeah, so right now up we got through two eyes.com slash all star. So you go to that, you'll see everything I got going. Way to interact with me will never hit capacity. So just pull up no matter what, even if, no matter what you read or say. We'll never pass it. So keep on coming. Um, and um, yeah, through two eyes, like through a tunnel, the number two, and then eyes, EYES.com slash all star. And you'll see everything I got going for that weekend. And then you'll see other stuff on my website as well. Dope. Awesome. Well, we're going to have that linked in the show notes. You heard her here, folks. Never at capacity. Never at capacity. Always have bro. space. Never at capacity. It says 25 of 25. Yeah, don't give room for 100. Yeah, don't, yeah, don't tell people who are writing to grant that, but we're never at capacity. <laughs> <laughs> Samson, man, I appreciate you taking the time to sit down with me and have this conversation, drop all of this knowledge, and just giving the uh, getting the opportunity to learn from you. Um, outside of these walk and talks how do people how does this audience how do we how do i support you best moving forward um really just like engage with with what i'm doing share it let people know i love to like work with companies and and schools so if you got to know a teacher or you know um a ceo or whoever's in charge of booking the company outings let them know about what i'm doing and see if you can help me um um grow this message i know i got to do more to brand and, and reach out. But people ask me like, how do you advertise? I'm like, you're about to do it. You're going <laughs> to like this so much. You're going to go tell your friends about it. And I know that. So like, that's what I want you to do. Let your friends know, um, how good, um, how much you valued your experience with me. And, and hopefully that'll lead them to come see me themselves. Word of mouth. One of yeah. the most tried and true methods of advertising yes, there's sir, ever been. Yes, sir. Hell yeah. Well, Samson, again, appreciate you being here today, sharing so much with us. Again, y'all, you're going to be able to find everything, links to all of the all-star stuff at Through Two Eyes in the show notes. Make sure you check that out. Make sure if you're in India any other time this year, you hit up Samson. He's got all of these different things that you can do. Uh, if you got an organization, a school, a company, whatever, book this, man. Let's Book go. him to just talk. Come he don't on, even man. have to walk around. Yeah, like he will yeah, walk around. Me, I'll just pull out. Let he will walk around, around in your room. But, yeah, he will, exciting, but he'll be talking engaging, 100%. So. Um, for everybody else, you know, episodes of this show drop every Tuesday, wherever you get your podcasts, as well as on YouTube. If you want to support us, leave us a rating or review on any of those platforms. Follow us on Instagram at Conversation Pod Piece. And make sure you subscribe to our newsletter, Conversation Piece. The newsletter comes out every Mondays. Paid subscribers also get exclusive access to our companion podcast, Conversation Notes, every Wednesdays. This has been a fantastic conversation. I am I'm just feeling really grateful to be able to do this with you, man. Um, and we're gonna have even more content coming out this month for the city of Indianapolis. Excited to be here. Until then, though, I'm the titular Patrick, and this has been Conversation Piece. See y'all soon.